Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is such a catastrophe that uh, it'll have long-term effects. And we would hope that after the first uh, relief uh, efforts are concluded, uh, Canada and uh, its agencies are going to uh, assist us uh, in reconstruction and rehabilitation of the flood-affected areas and flood-affected people. There you go. That is the High Commissioner of Pakistan thanking Canada for our response in what is nothing short of catastrophic as the uh, death mount account mounts in Pakistan where they got these record monsoon rains which uh, has wiped out farms and homes, food, water. Literally, when you see the aerial shots of just how much water and flooding they are dealing with there, like half a million people at least have lost everything. More than a third of that country underwater. And, and monsoons are not new to Pakistan, but certainly experts are calling this one a monster monsoon on steroids that'll cause, uh, at the end, maybe more than 10 billion in damages because it's completely wiped out villages, it's wiped out bridges, it's wiped out roadways. So there's a huge global push now to get help to this area. And here in Canada, we have an enormous Pakistani-Canadian community. It's the largest Pakistani diaspora um, in all of North America. We have 122,000 uh, Pakistanis who call this this country home. And so locally, we have a very, very big push to help get uh, aid to these people who are in such desperate need right now. Raul Singh is Executive Director of Global Medic, a registered Canadian charity. And certainly, Raul, it's nice to chat with you. It's been a while. And I know um, just given how many times I've come out to visit you at your facility and the work that you guys do with water purification, you likely had stuff out the door within minutes of hearing this. Yeah, Alex, you know, we run, what, 250 ops, 81 countries. We've worked in Pakistan about a dozen times. Uh, uh, yeah, we're already we're already uh, operational and working with a number of partners and widespread reach. And I, you know, I heard you explaining to your listeners just how big it is, and I'm just going to reinforce it. One third of that country is underwater. Yeah, and there's over like basically 33 million people affected. Like that's what the size of our nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when you put it like that, it, it's just an enormous enormous challenge and it's going to last a long time but but you know i've spoken to you before about what the greatest need for and it's kind of all happening at once but clearly water uh you can live with everything else but you have to have clean water and so given the fact that you have had a lot of experience in this region how quickly are you going to be able to get those purification systems in working and and what is the greatest challenge at this point yeah, well, let, let's unpack what you said. So Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Three minutes, you can last mm -hmm. without oxygen, give or take. Three days, you can probably go without water. 30 days, you know, without food. So nobody's getting anywhere in three minutes, uh, as, as you mm -hmm. know. Three days, uh, like these people will start drinking that crappy water and kids will start dying and, and uh, disease will spread. Um, so we've got to hustle and hurry because, you know, as you know, there's waters everywhere, but none of it is, is safe to drink. So some of the things that we've been doing is putting together these water units. So the volunteers are out right now. They're they're in the warehouse. They're packing away, and we are able to drive costs down by doing that. 
Um, and then these kits get packed up and it's a, it's a gravity fed unit, no moving parts, no electricity, mum pours dirty water in the top, the gravity pulls it through the ceramic filter, clean water at the bottom, she touches a spigot, they get her kids clean water and keep them alive, right? So these kits go out by air, they land in all the major airports, then they go out to families. We add in soap because we want to keep the kids clean, healthy. We add in a solar light because we know no one will have any power. Um, in addition to that, like that, that's the best solution. You know, these point of use solutions for like 30 bucks, you know, I can get you clean water for a year. Like just think of that for value for money yeah. and how effective it is. Um, then we got some mechanical units that we're offering up. So we install them in clinics and kind of bigger areas where there's populations. Um, and so we could just kind of purify the water and, and, and get it to folks. You know, this is very similar to the crisis that unfolded in 2010. So you can't even call these century floods anymore. It's like the 13 yeah. year flood or the 12 year flood. And that one affected 20 million. Right. And we're already at at 33 million. And, and we're really still in the first phase of this because it's going to rain more uh, over the coming days. More areas are going to flood. And then it's going to keep going from the top of the country to the bottom of the country as those rivers dump out into the ocean. So different places will flood out at, at different times. You know, in 2010, when I let a team in, we basically chased the flood. Like we'd come into one area, set up a field hospital to replace the flooded out one, ran it for X number of days until they could clean out their one and get back in operational and we'd move further south. So, but coming back to your thing, yeah, right away, uh, units are built every day, units are flown every day, they get into our team's hands there and then they're distributed and it takes like four minutes to put them together and then moms and dads have, access to clean water for their kids. What's the timeline? Uh, do you have any idea, given the extent of the damage and what you're dealing with as to how long um, things like your purification um, systems will be needed or, or how long uh, it's going to take to kind of control and or uh, start um, getting control of the situation? Well, I mean, first you need the water to recede. The water will recede at, at some point. I'm not sure how long that, that's gonna take because you get more water coming in. Uh, you've got a lot of people up on the highland on the roads um, that aren't flooded and that's you know they're just throwing together some thatch roofs and little shelters and they're trying to stay there so those are the people you target and try and get these water units too you got a lot of people that are living in um, you know government shelters if you will kind of big open air camps now historically there's always been problems because they're not allowed to bring their livestock in and their livestock's their livelihood so people won't yeah. go to those camps always you can't blame them you can't leave your livestock mm -hmm. if that's how you feed your kids, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, so just reaching out to families like this, the rebuild is like an entirely different section. We shouldn't even yeah. talk about rebuild. Uh, you know, I'll give you a little anecdote in, in Urdu and in Hindi, you know, kind of like the language in, in that region, Urdu is their language. Um, they say kacha. Kacha means like raw or uncooked or kind of dirty or bad. A lot of the lands are called kacha lands. And this is where the, the poor lives because they know this is the area mm -hmm. that floods, right? So Who's the most affected? Well, it's the poor. Who can least rebound? Who has the least elasticity or rebound? It's the poor. Whose kids are immunocompromised because they don't have great yep. nutrition? It's the poor. And this is who's going to die unless we get mm -hmm. drinking water to them. I mean, it's such a, it's such an exasperating, aggravating situation, but the, the answer is so simple. Yeah, and and people want to help, no question about it. There's a huge need for things like tents and blankets and all the rest of it. But uh, Canada has, the Canadian government has already um, put in, I think, $5 million, uh, you know, for donations. But um, at, the, at this point, Roel, everyone wants to send stuff. But, like, the last thing we need are packing up containers of stuff. The best thing is money. Send money, correct? 
Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, if you look at if you if you look at how you want to help, you, you send money. You send money to an agency like ours, right? You send money uh, to other agencies that have a lot of experience, you know, working there, can understand uh, the cultural nuances and how to actually get aid out to, to folks in need. So now, if if one of your listeners sends us money, I'm going to explain to you exactly how we're going to use that money. We're going to use that money to pack these kits and make these kits ready so that we can give the family a solution, whether it's the hygiene, the solar light, but most importantly, like clean water, and then get the kit into their hands so they have clean drinking water, right? The first couple of days, you know, you, you see folks handing out, you know, bottled water and you can't, you can't sustain a solution on that, right? You can have plastic everywhere and, you know, it's a very expensive way, you know, it's like a dollar a liter to move bottled water between trucking and distribution. These kits will run it at about four cents a liter, like when you, when you factor it out. So that there, there's, there's that level. So money is definitely the best way. Don't, don't put blankets in a container and send it nine weeks later, it'll arrive and hope that, you know, someone's going to clear it and hand it out. That doesn't work. Um, money to the right agencies that are doing the right work. You know, at Global Medic, we have a, we have a mantra that we live by, the right aid to the right people at the right time. Right. All right. So where, where can they send it to Global Medic? Yeah, they go on the website okay. at globalmedic.ca. They can, they can make a donation right there. We've got a Pakistan uh, relief fund yeah. set up. Um, I encourage everyone to do their research, you know, make sure that the agencies you're giving to yeah, for sure. are doing the work and doing the work effectively, right? This is your hard-earned money you're giving to. So uh, that's where they can, that's where they can give to us. And, and that's how we're helping. Some of the tents and stuff that are going to be, uh, that are going to be needed. Uh, we've actually offered up a lot of our larger tents. So sometimes you see some of our inflatable units or our more rigid tents. A lot of your listeners may have seen them up as, as vaccine clinics, you know, here in the city uh, mm-hmm. during the COVID pandemic, right? So those are the kind of tents that we would pop up to kind of run clinics with. And and uh, even sometimes we use them as uh, aid depots, right? We'll, we'll pop up tents at the side of the road that we can bring in those kits and then hand them out from there. We've offered those as well, plus the mechanical uh, water purification systems. Um, food's going to become an issue there as well. Like, you know, people like have, that have lost everything, they're going to have to to get some food, we got to get them into a, a spot to live. So all the primary things, access to water, access to primary healthcare, food, and then of course, access to shelter. And then we can start talking about the rebuilding. Yeah, rebuilds way down the road. Nonetheless, I know your phone's ringing off the hook with uh, people needing you. So Rule, I uh, very much appreciate your time on this. Yeah, no, no. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having us on. And, and look, good for you for bringing this story to the forefront because this flooded didn't happen in 10 minutes, Massive. right? This has been yeah, unfolding no. for weeks and people need our help. Sure do. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Take care. That's Raul Singh, who's with uh, Global Medics, if you want to. Uh, and he's right. Don't give your money to anybody. A lot of people will exploit these situations. So make sure it is a registered Canadian charity that you understand. Global Medic, Red Cross, the big ones, they will get your money to where it needs to go. But it's a terrible, terrible situation.